0: Welcome to Cartoonist is Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Jeff Darrow is in the house with us to talk about the final volume and the legacy of Akira as we look at volume number six. But first, I want to invite you guys to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that bell icon so that we can notify you uh, when f- fresh videos are available. We put up new stuff every uh, morning at around 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, if you watch these videos to the end, that helps uh, push our video content out to uh, other comic book loving YouTube Uh, viewers, helps us grow our channels. We're up to a little more than 60,000 subscribers, and we're trying to get 600,000 subscribers, man. So we're only 10% of the way there. We could use your help. But uh, Jeff, thank you so much for coming by.
1: Here's hoping that I won't bring the numbers down. Oh, no way, man. <laughs> the, the I thing I'm mostly here to test people's patience. <laughs> it's
0: like, oh, not this guy again. Oh, man. Not at all. Jeff, Jeff, the people love you. And uh, the, tell, tell us about the new Shaolin Cowboy. When's that thing coming out? Is it out?
1: It's next week. It comes out uh, May 18th, Wednesday, May 18th, finally. comes out.
0: There it is, man. There's Whatever, an And then
1: every month for seven months. It's like the longest run of a comic I've ever had.
2: It's the epic, man. It's the big, the big story, the big Cheryl and Cowboy epic. It's the big
1: one. It's the end of my trilogy, that began in Chef Buffet. Even though, <laughs> I don't know that people will make that connection, but it there is not that there's not to scare people off. There are no zombies in this one. But, um... <laughs>
0: the imagination is off the chain, man. Some of that stuff you've been send, sending our way as you get your freshly colored pages, man. That that is that is the highlight of my day, checking no. that stuff out, man.
1: You need to have better days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jimmy and I have done variant covers uh, for various yep. issues. Yep. Who are some of the other people who did variants?
1: I got, uh, first of all, my daughter did a wraparound, and uh, I got Mike Mignola. I got, I uh, hope I don't forget about bit. Uh, James Heron. I got Duncan uh, Figredo. I have, uh, who else? Quietly. Frank Wiley, and I got uh, uh, movie director, Chinese Hong Kong movie director, Choi Hark did one. And uh, I got Arthur Adams came through, uh, the last the last one in the door. Uh, and uh, I guess there's who else? It's horrible. I'm forgetting people. Stan Sakai. and uh, There'll be a new one or two every issue. Yeah, there's like this is the most variant covers I've ever done because I kept, i made been mistaken and I asked, you know, but people are like, oh, I'm over it. And like, well, it doesn't matter. We can have it. And then you guys volunteered. And like, wow, that's fantastic. So, you know, I guess people like them. And you guys have done such amazing work. I was really flattered that you put my character there with your, uh, with the, you know, your characters from, uh, Red room and
0: I asked you if I I I, if I could get some pages and and take a look and see what uh what what was going on in your issues and you were like I instruct my guys that not to not to look in the comic do do what you want and I wanted to have a bunch of people so I had to
1: I I was really tempted I was not you know I I was I was hoping but I know that I I didn't think you would I was hoping that Jim would put Street Angel in there. But uh, I figured, you don't you don't want to add water to your wine. That was, was, I was afraid of like, <laughs> I why, know, Jim, know. why are
2: you so highfalutin, man? <laughs> you know what? You too, I, I too good for it's, a, it's a big regret, but I'm so happy with that cover. And it was such yeah. an honor. It's I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of this group of artists. Like, what a collection of artists to be uh, let to me get, be part of.
0: Let me get that trade paper back with the cover gallery. Well, I, let
1: sure me get I, I sure hope I haven't forgotten anybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let's talk akira uncle jeff yeah. uh from earlier conversations i'm not sure if they were on the record or if it was just from our from our chatter as we're ink and pages but uh mm-hmm. you revealed to me that you uh you were collecting young magazine and afforded the, for the otomo strips and and kind of cutting out because those those books are you know this thick uh c- yeah. c- cutting out the akira portions saving those Mm-hmm. Uh, did you do that from the beginning? How did you know? Did you know Otomo before Akira happened?
1: Yeah, and I brought some show and tell stuff here with me. This this is the first Otomo uh, uh, book that I found. And I don't I don't know if this one has ever been printed in in the U.S. It has not. And and if you look at it, it's it's falling apart. It's because I've looked at it so much. And uh, that's how I found out about him. And then I found my other. And I found this one. Don't baby. And once again, it's it's falling apart. And I still, and I would just go to uh, this Japanese bookstore in Los Angeles named Books Kino Kunia, I think. And um, I happened across, you know, and there's my original copy, my collection of the of, of Akira once again falling apart. And um, I asked the people about it and they said, well, I saw that in the back as a young magazine. I asked him what it was at the store. I said, well, it's this weekly thing. And they showed it to me and it was in there. And I said, can I subscribe? So I subscribed cause it was cheaper to subscribe. So I subscribed to it for years. And uh, I'd get them and, you know, I, I still, I think I still have, I hate to say this, you're going to kill me. I don't know if I have all of them because there were so many of them. about I, I always kept the title pages because they were so, so, and I had the books, and uh, I still have, have some of them. But, yeah, I would – and I'd moved to France, and I had a friend um, named Kevin Frank I went to art school with, and he would go and pick them up for me. And then he'd cut them out and send them to me in France. That's awesome. And, uh,
0: These would often be the uh, the title pages for those, those weekly yeah. segments. Yeah. And if you guys uh, were able to get hold of that Akira Club book that was right. sold independently and also sold as part of that box set, every yeah. single one of the title pages – uh, is included in Akira Club. Uh, in the sort of weekly or biweekly installments, there would be pages that would be that did not make it to the final ta- tankobon. So, like you're getting Otomo in there that that you you don't get, you know, in the final, in the final form. And the other cool thing about uh, Akira Club is that there is a timeline checklist kind of thing in the back that lets you Ooh. know the f- exact frequency and how many pages each installment of the uh, the book Ooh. came out which is pretty pretty freaking cool i remember always reading this trying to imagine like where where the episodes would end mm-hmm. and sometimes it's actually it's pretty cold like it it seems like otomo just got as many pages in that that period as he could cut it off and uh keep keep things rocking
1: well and, and you'd have like a bit- the closest thing to almost american comics is those pages they're like splash pages these title pages i don't know that any other mangaka i don't know any other series like you know i don't know all of them that that, that had that and that was like t- to me i really look forward to that because i know he's just this drawing that he would do that you know it's extra work for him but um gosh that they're, they're brilliant compositions and uh yeah i just you know I, I think i took a bunch of those with me to france and i remember when it came out and I ran into Mobius again and I had introduced him to um uh, to Otomo because I'd shown him domu and he took it home and I'd, I'd, I'd had a hard time getting it back from him <laughs> but uh, and then when akira came out of sure that he had took that and uh you know uh, you know uh, I, I got them both back but <laughs> because he was he was yeah we're both just flabbergasted because I could see the influence that Mobius had had on him. and um uh,
0: you yeah. you you sent us uh, you sent me this this photo, it's uh, it's uh the Wachowskis, it's yeah. Rintaro, it's Mobius and it's Otomo, uh like what what was that scenario was it like, on the Matrix set or or something?
1: No, that was, I was in I was in Japan working on the aborted Shaolin Cowboy movie, and the Wachowskis were coming over. And we were they, there was a, a master animator that lived near Kyoto. And he we were going to see him to get him to agree to animate a section of the film. And it's a guy that only does like two, two or three scenes a year on a, a movie. So he's very selective. And he said, But we'll go to the head of Madhouse and we'll go to Kyoto and see him. And at that time, it just happened to be that I found out Jean Jean Giro Mobius was gonna be there doing a, a a lecture symposium about comics with otomo at the university and so i went down to meet the wachowskis and uh well went over to the to the to the to the office where they were in in kyoto and and um there was uh, <laughs> in this room rentaro and uh, the wachowskis um there's another uh, uh there was well otomo and uh and then Jean and um, a couple of French, French gentlemen, a gentleman named Morvan, and they were all there and they were like having a break and we just all got together. And I, <laughs> I just remember, because I've met Otomo before and uh, I walk into the room and, and, he's, and Otomo's talking to Jean through this translator and Jean sees me and he leaps up from his chair <laughs> mid conversation, and runs over and hugs me. And I look at Otomo I'm like, what the hell?
0: Oh, that's a good move, man. Like he he was he was uh he was <laughs> selling you to Otomo. Yeah, like, yeah. For sure. yeah. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, we met before because we had we had had maybe I've told you this, stop me if I've told you that he was in town for Steamboy in France, and Jean called me up, said, Oh, you have to come over, Otomo's gonna be here. And I said, Oh yeah, that's cool. So I went over there and the meeting was at home four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm waiting outside because I, I want to get there early because I figured he was working. So I'm just sitting up there and I see this limousine pull up and out comes Otomo with all these, all, these, all these people. And there were like three or four of them. And I just kind of walked in behind him with them. And I went and I sat in the back of this room where they were and I just let them talk and I just listened to them. And, uh, it was kind of funny. <laughs> just, Cause I mean, they, I mean, Otomo really, really, really admired him and they, they went, and Jean admired him. And, and at, at Jean's funeral, um, there was, at the head of the, his grave, there were a, bu- a huge bouquet of flowers from from Otomo and from Miyazaki. Neither one of them could be there because that Akira show was going on. He right. had to be there from where he just started.
0: Anyway. cartoonist kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that we make in stores right now red room trigger warnings issue one two and three are on the stands murder on the dark web for fun and profit every issue completely self-contained and you could grab uh, the Antisocial network trade paperback which was uh 2021's uh season of red room comics jimmy produced hulk grand design monster and madness both in stores right now where he's taking the entirety of the uh, incredible hulk storyline distilling it down into two 40 page comics uh, giving you the entire history 60 years worth of incredible hulk comics uh in one handy package get them while they're hot while we're done paying the bills let's get back to this video let's uh let's start to crack open the book man volume six this is this is like what it's what it's all been building toward dude and like it's a fight scene it's a 500 page fight scene what you got Jimmy
2: so I brought a couple of these Akira the epic editions which Steve Olaf was coloring at the time and it's interesting I thought maybe to compare a couple of these because the painted watercolor pages from Otomo they're they're I mean they're line art you know like this is slightly different art and then of course it's colored and you can see some stuff is flipped some stuff is not right uh, which is interesting but just seeing the different approach to the art and the fact that these there's a line art version of this that exists
1: yeah and, and, and the face the face on that one panel is different too. isn't it um the one in green the one on the, yeah. the right hand those two it's like a, the chin is a,
0: it could man. be skewed because because you see it, it got it got inverted and you know how that
1: happens i don't know well maybe yeah 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 Yes. Yeah, I, I never I, I never, uh, and I, I think Steve Olaf was a master at, at coloring, but I I never read, I never picked any of those up. You they're know. really
2: interesting because you can see his evolution. In the beginning, I think they're very dark. You know, I, I it just doesn't quite work as well for me in the beginning. But by the time you get to the end of the volumes, it feels like they've maybe the technology of digital coloring is caught up. And him seeing it in print, you know, he's made some adjustments and I think it looks pretty good as those volumes go on towards the end.
0: I think those those early ones when he was first using the computer, uh, he like they had to use just they had just black and white monitors. Uh, So they had to like put the color together in in black and white and just kind of hope for the best. But color monitors existed at this point.
2: The other thing that's well, I, strange I, is where he does have like a color reference, you know, like he would have had reference to this, but goes I, in a different yeah. direction, right? Which yeah. is kind of. Uh... I,
1: I just never saw the need to, because I mean, you know, with the, 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 the tones that he put into it, like, and, and I don't mean mean to offend Mr. Mr. Olaf, I just I thought it was sacrilegious to to touch that stuff at all because it was so beautiful. There
0: was an issue. And, there was an issue of Marvel Age that showed Atomo visiting Marvel. And, you know, he was always pushing stuff, like the kind of animation they were doing, the orchestration of the music that went into the Akira anime. And it was per his request that, that they had, like, state-of-the-art color technology. Like, like, to the Japanese, American comics are color comics, the superhero comics. Oh, oh, and, oh. and this is Marvel. So he wanted it to be, like, the cutting-edge you know, Marvel comic, and, and sort of chose that. He came to America to visit Steve Oliff and, wow. and vet his colorist and stuff. So, so uh, if it was sacrilege, it was sacrilege in the way that, like, you know, the Star Wars Special Editions are, uh, where it's per, <laughs> per, per the director's request.
1: <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's just me, and I'm saying, you know, it's just because I, you know, I I, I I just, that's the way I saw it, and uh, that's, that's interesting, because I didn't know that. I, I just... I just love seeing that the line art so much. Absolutely. And the color on it, you know, it's just anyway.
2: It's really interesting too, to look at like, now we have several editions just sitting here. We have three or four editions of Akira uh, in English, and you see like the evolution of manga in America, because yeah. at first it's flipped and colored, and then it's, it's flipped, but it's black and white, and then it's unflipped and it's black and white. You know, it's almost like we're learning how to read manga over time. And Akira is mm-hmm. there for each version, each Absolutely. iteration.
0: Absolutely, man. They they chose a good one. Like it made sense when they started translating manga. Uh, mm-hmm. They they chose the right ponies in a, in a lot of ways, man. And and this being the the sort of apex, like everybody was trying to get Akira, but Viz didn't have the funds at that time, man. Of course, it would go to Marvel. Remember this dude we, we introduced him, the Eggplant Man, in uh <laughs> in volume five. He was such an ominous, tough guy gets dispatched yep. in a page after getting his hand shot off. <laughs> we have we have several warring factions at this point. It's it's a big schmoz. You got the Americans, you got the great Tokyo Empire, you got Kaneda and his band of misfits, and then you just have Tetsuo and Akira uh, thinking thoughts and making bad stuff happen.
1: You have Kay I mean,
0: and uh, Lady Miyoko, Miyoko or whatever.
1: I mean, if you couldn't afford to go to art school, you couldn't afford to go to take classes in cartooning, you pick these books up. And you just look at them and look at them and look at them, and you're going to learn storytelling because it is just like I said. I I read them in Japanese. Saying that I didn't read the, the characters. I just looked at them, and uh, I mean there were things I couldn't quite figure out what was going on, but for the most part I, I understood the story. And um, my God, I mean just just the, the I mean the creativity. Of it. And there had been nothing like this in Japan. Nothing. This was like a whole new just like Toriyama created his own style. Before it was Tezuka and, and uh, probably Sanpei Shirado, they had that school. This was like a whole new school of, of, of drawing comics in Japan, which I don't think anybody has ever really managed to do except for the gentleman that did Mother Sarah, But uh, Ugasawa, I think his name is. In
0: uh, various episodes of, uh, of Man Ben, Arisawa and crew, they, they basically say the same thing. Like when, when Otomo came out, uh, that sort of changed the whole game, changed the whole trajectory of a lot of people's artworks. And uh, the Frederick Schott book, Manga Manga, came out, and it was it mentioned Otomo's name. Uh, Domu is on the cover, like in, in kind of a montage, but it's not mentioned in the book. Like, there, there's just the early stuff, like that war book that you showed and some of those other, uh, you know, uh, uh, one, not One Piece a uh, gun report uh, and like some of those, like he just did like little one shots up to that point, but it was clear that yeah. he was a special cartoonist and like one to kind of keep an eye on.
1: Well, I always wondered if, if he ran into any resistance when he was coming in, because it was so radical from anything else. Like, cause you know, they're very like, well, manga is this way and this way. Cause I remember in the late eighties, they, they invited, they were inviting people from Europe uh, to go over there and work for a couple of years. So they thought that manga was kind of not, they thought that it might have reached its its saturation point, and, and that they they needed it put some new blood into it. So they were hiring European guys to go over there, but most of the European guys that went over there, it's like they kept trying to do it exactly the way you know there was before. But at him, I yeah, I'm really curious to uh, if if there, there's a resistance. They said you see nothing like it. I mean. I mean, you got know, guys, Goggle 13 was somewhat realistic, but it's pretty, I mean, there's still a fair amount of cartooning in it and uh, this. I mean, I, I know people think that, I've never found these, uh, the faces, I always, I always found this thing very realistic. I don't know if, if, uh, if some people think it's, the faces were cartooning. I I, I think they're, they're stylized in a way, but God, the structure of, of the faces and the perspective on them. And, it's just amazing. I mean, yeah. everything about this. I mean, that shot, the his effects, the explosions, and the the technical thing. It's like you have a guy that's maybe good at figures, or maybe good at you know cars, or good at science. This guy's good at everything. He can do anything.
0: Yeah, just inventing stuff like this. Like, yeah. like I I just can't imagine you work that out on the page. It's 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 too good for what it is. And
1: yeah.
0: and God. and he's writing this story. It's not like that Eric Larson thing where where it's like. There will be no cars in my comic. (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna have a laser come from the sky and just cut through an Olympic stadium that I'm drawing over and over and over and over again a million times. Yeah. Going through this going through this volume, uh, it, it made me think like uh like going to uh like in Japan there's the Tokyo Edo Museum and it shows the various versions of Tokyo back when it was called Edo. Uh, throughout mm-hmm. history, and this—I mean—the original fire departments were created in Edo because Tokyo just fucking burned down all the time. Like, you go, well, you you go to that museum, and you realize that part of the 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 city being so state of the art is that it
1: got burnt down in World War II, and, even you know, and, and the and the earthquakes. That's why you'd have it. Sometimes you'd see you see in the samurai movies a guy walk through the through the street clacking a couple of pieces of wood reminding people to put the lights out in their, their paper lanterns because of one fire it, it turned into the Chicago fire. It would just, it it'd just be gone. I mean, and most of Tokyo was, I think they said that the Tokyo, the damage by the firebombing that the United States did to Tokyo was even more horrendous than some of the atomic bomb stuff.
0: They had a uh, an exhibit that just showed a map of, of Tokyo in the forties. And then, uh, as the months go by it was the size of a wall this map and then it would just start to light red uh the areas that got burnt down like as the war progressed to the point that it was like nearly all of it and uh i bring that up because tokyo gets destroyed in this comic several times over it begins with the atomic (laughs) bomb uh akira awakens and then it creates this destabilization and there's more versions of it, where the Americans, who I think are the ones that hack Seoul, the, the satellite right. laser, they're like, set this thing to destroy Tokyo, like, fuck Tokyo. Yeah. like We yeah. need to kill everything yeah. in it in, as long as we get this guy mission accomplished.
2: I think that I came across somewhere that after World War II, there was no television for several years, many years, like six or eight years because of the the damage to infrastructure and things. And it makes me think if that's true, that becomes a fertile ground for comics. Because at that time in America, it's like that's the rise of television. right? And it's the end of the golden age of comics. And like, in some cases we go, it's the comics code that that kills comics in America, but it's also the rise of television because now you've got competition. And if that competition doesn't exist, say in the late forties in Japan, it sort of is this fertile ground for manga, right? Is yeah. it's like this is a this is a place to find entertainment, visual entertainment, and storytelling.
1: I was gonna say, have, have you ever seen the Ozu film uh, "Good Morning"?
2: No, I have it though. I have all it's, that guy it's,
1: stuff. It's, it's, it's a fantastic film, and it's about these kid, this kid that wants to get a television, and his parents don't want it because it's like that. They saw that that would be the end of their. Uh, their tradition or their, their way of life to introduce that that monster box into that, and they go on to, I don't think I think is that they, they won't speak to their parents, and, uh, but it's it's fantastic, and you, you know, you get that, I mean, you have, you have, I mean, recently Miyazaki, he blames the end of, of Japanese culture on Ultraman <laughs> you know, Ultraman, when right, Ultraman came on TV and introduced this whole thing with toys, and this and that, and kids got addicted to TV, and blah 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 which, you know, I was going to say something earlier, when, when you had that, there's that, I, I was fascinated by the, the pattern on that, the the tile on the floor. Mm. It's like, because it's perfect. I mean, and it has a bit of a, a roundness to it, but I remember looking at it and going, figuring out the perspective, of because they're all perfectly done and they're all perfectly uh, um, in perspective. And it's just, um, there's so much stuff like that, that uh, there's sh- a funny thing to pick out. But. There are shadows on rocks here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like that's a that little those little things that, you know, people don't do I and mean, they they don't have to do, it, but my God, it, it tells a bit of a story. I mean it's like yeah, everything's affected. Even this this kind of a pristine looking floor, there's damage everywhere. And even those planes, for God's sake.
2: It is incredible that he's able to draw everything, like like from a long perspective to a close up of somebody's face and it all works. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder I, is like, I think this volume is really good for showing that, you know, because we're going to see big battles, cities,
1: close up stuff. Look that, that stadium shot. Like, oh, my God. Jesus.
2: I wonder if there's stuff storytelling wise that he's making deadline choices, because there will be sections where like, you know, to me, this is less rigorous or less time-consuming than even drawing that floor, you know, in perspective and cutting out all the screen tones and having shadows of rocks and debris. um You know, this is much more organic. So I wonder, as we go through this, as we see,
1: but but even as organic as it is, there's a lot of work in that and that and that 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 that. Yeah, just you know, figuring out the
0: rock. flow of those clouds. I yeah. imagine in is not clouds, you can't dash yeah, that out.
1: In the action on the panel above, you can see it coming from the center where the, the blast was, and it's. You see that there's wind, you know that there's wind pushing this stuff away. It's not just going everywhere, it's going in a certain direction, which is a lot of thought. There's just so much thought in these things.
0: Jeff, I'm thinking about some of the stuff that I see in your work, like when there's like a, a splatter effect and, and oh. you're drawing every bead of water and, there, and there's a direction uh, that all that stuff is going and, and it's drawn physically, it's not
1: toothbrush spatter well. or anything with my anal retentive stuff but but he it's so my god but you know i wonder because i know you know we i don't know if you've talked about this but he had assistants and um i, I brought a book because I, I know who this guy is because i met this this young man and he's the first guy he worked as an assistant with with otomo and he told me about working at a cure and doing buildings and this and that and this is this gentleman keichi koike that does this, yes. yeah. And
2: last gas just put that yeah, out. Yeah, I just picked up a copy of that.
1: Yeah, he he was an assistant with Otomo for a little bit. So yeah. weird
0: that Otomo would oh, be so protective I'm of that, that because yeah. because he would he would say that there were no assistants or that they just like would fill in blacks, but then there there's like images on Twitter where you could see him like in like a club or something like you know in a booth sitting with people that he credits as assistants. So it's like mm-hmm.
1: uh, pick one. there's no way if if you sat down with a piece of of tracing paper and just traced it tried to trace it there's no way one guy could do all that in a week by himself and there's no there's no you know there's no because i mean if you've ever seen it you've seen a storyboard you know the storytelling it's all him and if he has some guy that comes in is going to do some buildings or cars or you know they've got a lot to work with to begin with yeah so you nothing it's just
0: and that's Jeff Darrow talking. This is <laughs> this is a fellow who would know about uh, pencil mileage and what you can get done in a day.
1: I just love that. God, my God, that panel you know him. That thing is just you know that that'd be like one Marvel comic, <laughs> you know, <I> mean, not, <laughs> not even it not even that good. Uh, but there's like every page has at least one thing like that on it. He's, like your money shots. This thing is like like you know. The bank of the world in terms of money. <laughs> shots.
0: You see Tetsuo normal, and then you see this thing, and it creates this like pulse effect. Like, like you know, we'll see him normal soon, and then we're going to see him all, <laughs> all goofy again. And it really is just like this, like undulating like
1: pulse yeah. that's happening. And when you, the thing that gets me about it too is when you think that he had done the movie, which was an enormous amount of work, and I think to go back and have to finish the comic, it's like. How do you, how is your energy not depleted on let's, this problem?
0: Let's not bury the leader. Let's just go right to the very final page, real quick, <laughs> because it, it, because this goes with uh, the conversation. So, in Akira Club, you know where I'm going with this? Mm-mm. This page is drawn twice. Like he wanted, and you can't even see it in the Tonkobon, but there is a little gap of air, like a little bit of sky in between these buildings that in his original drawing was not there so he redrew this two times and this is the second attempt to give a little air in between of which you don't even see in the binding because there's so many pages
1: <laughs> it's yeah, kind but of had to do it. but, but it be, be like like that well like like that panel you got your finger on that was probably like that but but that's what you need that's that's what you you would need to, as you're drawing it just to, to, to at least to me to, to, to do the do the drawing if you left it out you you, you couldn't accomplishment it. it's like drawing through I mean yeah. like like I, I myself I'll, I'll draw like even if the figure's going out of the panel <laughs> I'll draw the arm going outside the panel all the way through so that I know that you know it's not too long and the same even with buildings it's like yeah I want to make sure that they don't get funky as they get towards that vanishing that pan- vanishing disappearing point
0: Jeff do you like to the millimeter like measure out your window spacing and stuff because because that all seems really solid in, in your buildings
1: yeah well I, yeah because I, I I would you know I, 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 I do a lot more guessing now because it doesn't it doesn't really re- doesn't really matter but what at the beginning when I was trying to figure stuff out I would grid grid things when I say grid things I'd, I'd draw the first row of, of, of windows. I knew that they'd go to the vanishing point, and there's this whole technique that you do by drawing a, 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 a square with an X through it, and you find the center, and then you can find what the exact, in perspective, length and height of the window, it's hard to explain. And I would do that, and it drove me crazy because it's a lot of work. So even doing that, like, and I know somebody was doing that because they had to to get that thing the way they were. So there's no way that he's he's doing all that. And once again, it's not, you know. Of course, I I could be wrong. Maybe he's just like 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 uh, just sits down with a pen and draws it straight out. But uh,
0: I I would love to see that art show. uh, The the one that that Otomo had had had, couldn't miss for the Mobius funeral because I Um, some of those panels must have been cut out and you just like let your assistant like work that out while you work the rest of the page out I, I imagine you can't you can't just stop production on the rest of it to draw a big cityscape i'd like to yeah, see you, if there's paste ups or something
1: yeah i did one or two if it. it's like i did the figures i've, I've got the perspective here now I, I need these buildings and they hand it over to the guy that's really good at buildings because the consistency in the buildings you can't tell that you know that uh there's a few different hands on this thing at all. Whereas in some manga I've seen, it's like, yeah, they got some guy, the, the buildings all look kind of I don't know, very industrial. Yeah. These, I mean, his, his architecture all has character. That's what I love about it. It's just like a Mobius, too character. It's not just a square, there's architecture and there's
0: there's drawing to it like a lot a lot of that stuff is really just traced photographs in like say the the sanctuary manga ryoichi ikigami uh it's it's traced off cars and it's traced off buildings and like he's, he's drawing things this is
2: a pretty wild effect where you're doing screen tones for your speed lines yeah sick that's another one i think you hand to your assistant like cut very thin screen tones here i think
0: i think you you lay it out and then you you whittle away
1: and then putting and then putting that the, the motion stuff on the ground below her, which sells it even more. Yeah. I mean, the, the lines at the above would have been enough. But that and then you got the shadow over here. It's like, my God.
2: Yeah. And it's quiet. There's a whole motion, you know, because if you look at where where she's at here, the next panel, it's progressing. Mm-hmm. And and the shadow is the perfect part because it continues to just move.
1: Each yeah, piece. And it, puts, it pushes you to the next panel It pushes you off. So, you know, that there's a bit of a story going on because she's going she's going
2: yeah look at
0: that man she's like she's like one of those little biological agent darts yeah Yeah. and
1: the shadow the shadow you know creates depth he's really good at like at, at creating depth i mean and he does that by putting things on top of things and top on top of things and it's it's a hard thing to do and sometimes it's it's really um disconcerting to have to like cover something up that you drew but if you put something in the foreground, you create this incredible amount of depth. And my God, look at
0: that man! Like a bullet going straight through a boy, and it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts, him, man.
2: Yeah, even the eyes rolling back in the head. <laughs> like, how do you make that face expressive?
1: Yeah. With all that with all that gunk going on around him, he's like <laughs> trying to keep his cell structure intact. Oh, God, and the effects. I wonder. Maybe him, but I wonder if, if there's like, because having worked over there in animation, there are all these guys who go, we need an, expl- there's an explosion guy. When I was working on the film, they go, we have to wait for a so-and-so because he's the number one dust guy. So he'll come in and put the dust in later. Would he had like a, an explosion guy or, a, you know, of course, probably just didn't. I'm
0: watching some old, like how, like making of Disney documentaries, man, like there was like, you know, one of the nine old men, was really good at characters touching like that was like his his <laughs> thing like so it was it was a blessing and a curse because he always had to work but then he always had to draw the most complicated stuff
1: well I had, they had a guy when i was working on this film and he was like the gun guy and i'd go up and talk to him about the guns that i wanted i'd say well i want like a i wanted to be a magnum but uh i wanted to have like the snake symbol on it that the clint eastwood had and the man <laughs> the Game," and he did it you know and i had all angles I mean, it, it was just yeah. And he dressed kinda of like a cowboy. This guy was funny. He had like a leather vest and had a cowboy hat.
0: Here's a great storytelling piece, man, The death of cavalry as yeah. she's as she's running away to try to warn Tetsuo to you know, the great Tokyo Empire guys, this this stooge, they're gonna they're going against him. He puts her down and you get several minutes. It is almost like that Hotel Harbor view yeah bullet shot piece, man, where hits her there were some good moments like this in the very first volume as she and, once,
1: and that her. little panic you just had your finger on just the lesson in perspective there once again because it's not a straight corridor it's a curve and uh you know you figure that perspective out by you know you, you've got your vanishing point and you, your vectors and this and that but man it's perfect it's so
2: strong directionally too you know your explosion his eye, the bullet, the arm, it just read like you're just moving across these images as you read them.
0: Tattoo feels
1: it.
2: Coming out of it. Interesting little mm-hmm. choice right there.
1: Mm-hmm. There's even some, there's gotta be somebody laying those patterns down, because my God, who's cutting that stuff out? And... It's mind, this thing is mind boggling
0: it, it, it really is man
1: it's Like depressing
0: you know be, be, be really happy to draw just one page of this in your entire life
1: That's yeah true. exactly Yeah, and doing 20 of it a week because I remember I said when I was getting those young magazines there were very few I'd get one i go oh man it's not in here <laughs>
0: yeah even while the enemy was being produced you yeah. know it wasn't quite the frequency it was a little slowed down but give the guy a break yeah here are these psychic dudes mm-hmm. yeah. doing a little bit of work. See, that's like uh K. It's like mm-hmm. K on the big uh, Tetsuo. They're like, what is this? Yeah, it's bullshit? so
2: interesting to think of like seeing her figure on on a kaiju or whatever, and then it's the same kind of idea with a bullet here on a on a regular human. And it cools yeah, yeah, down, man. I like all of the cast that he assembles too. By having like soldiers there it really gives it a certain believable is not the right word but it gives it a world yeah you know where you have these pieces that are all coming together that all have this interest in like what is happening here
0: yeah it's it's and all that's a big story it's all coming together man and everybody's and you, gonna have their arc
1: and you never see in this thing at all to me anyway shying away from a difficult thing to draw or a different difficult uh uh composition i mean about the simplest composition i could see is that one on the page there uh, just that guy talking that's about as simple as it gets it's beautifully done but there's there's hardly ever that much of that it's always i feel
2: know. like this is a you know like there are these panels that relate to other panels too that aren't on the same page you know from from kori being shot before it's a similar size for her figure yeah you know we're almost like continuing that sequence even though we have all these other threads that are going on and moving at the same time <laughs>
0: here he gets shot with those uh little biological covid bombs <laughs> and uh it just energizes
1: him it hooks him up you know and i always something like this is the only person i saw that was also really good at this was bernie reichson when he would do i think he did a spider-man where there was just you know yeah really, it was like the thing almost i wonder if the thing too is something that he looked at because it has that kind of a that organic organic feeling of the thing to it because uh Man, it's just—it's really creepy and, and
0: beautiful at the same time. Remember that one uh, Bernie Wrightson thing? It was like that ooze that goes down a mountain and like uh, creates a Frankenstein. It's like this like gunk that Whoa. some scientist drops down a drain and the gunk goes down this mountainside and and rolls into a graveyard <laughs> and animates a skeleton.
2: That's a Warren story. It's right? a Warren yeah. story.
0: Yeah, and now we're I mean, we're we're full on. Yeah. lovecraft now
2: i always wondered with Tesuo's arm if that was something that influenced rob Liefeld's cable you know the the one arm
1: yeah hey man
2: that hat that asymmetrical arm is such a cool
1: piece oh, i wonder if, yeah i wonder if he's aware aware of, of that right? I, mean, I, I hear him talk about stuff but he never never you know i don't know him but i've never heard him mentioned
0: i mean the, did you ever see Among there's there's others. that walt simonson issue of star wars that has cable. It's cable. No. Like like Walt Simonson, <laughs> kind of. I don't know it. <laughs> I think it's issue sixteen or something. Interesting. Yeah, and I think there might be a cybernetic arm on
1: that. Note too. to sell. <laughs> now that's a surprise. I'm flying here. This, this was great, so great on a
2: on a previous on the on the previous page. We had a guy in the foreground, like really driving home the size of that face showing up.
0: Yeah. There's our uh, stooge. He's yeah. dispatched with some biological stuff. And this is poison, you know, and there's our little Akira. So innocent looking, but also like you cover up those eyes with that little Buddy Bradley mop top. And it adds a little bit of sinister.
2: It does. You know, yeah. it's
0: like it's like uh, Juwan. There was that horror movie Juwan or uh, some of those 90s Japanese horror movies. where They take that little boy, cover up the eyes.
1: Amazing. When, when I when I bought these, I was buying a, like a Japanese and I knew the name. Of it was Akira i had no idea who akira was in the story because i couldn't read it and i always kind of thought it was the canada yeah and uh, and then I think, oh, it must be you know him uh but uh yeah i think that, i was I think... Really surprised to find out that oh it's the little kid so he's akira <laughs> yeah
0: i think i feel like that's that's everybody's introduction you know like it played on uh usa I think in like 1990 or no, it was when the sci-fi channel was brand new. And during wrestling, there would be commercials for Akira on sci-fi channel, but nobody had it in Pittsburgh. Couldn't get it. And Mm. just assume that, yeah, the dude in the red coat, that's, that's uh, Akira. Why
1: not? Yeah. Yeah. God, that's that drawing of the guy, you know, the guy holding the gun is just so, that's a hard thing to draw. How about this twisted figure
0: with like the really good, like obliques, and the yeah. lats and the twist. Yeah. It's just beautiful, observant figure drawing. All of the figure
2: yeah. stuff, because that's not a man yet. Yeah, You know, like being able to draw, I don't know, what, 15, 16 year old kid, thats it's not a little kid either. You know, like, man, that's that's nuance.
0: Look at the weight of that. Talk about nuance, right? Like the weight on that front leg, like with the swivel of that hip, just so subtle. You know, like-
2: gesture like uh
0: Bern hogarth can't do that like Bern hogarth is a dude and, and american comics teaches you like stretch that motherfucker every pose yeah is this american with his little chicanery
1: that's going to be done. done with Yeah.
2: what an expression
1: yeah that 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 page there that middle page after the, the exploding the head thing is like oh my god Going straight Cronenberg with that stuff. Totally. Dude. Turning this
0: yeah. dude to a pulp. That's funny as hell. Good way to, to end your American feller. And then, and then like this is continues it. It's like, not yeah. only are we gonna dispatch you, but like, we're going to make sure that your family can't even get one smidgen of no, DNA. Yeah. We're yeah. going
2: yeah. to the there's molecular no, there's no, there's
1: level <laughs> here. <laughs> That's the end of his genetic code, yeah.
2: It's still, he's still able to capture that expression. You know, even with that face heavily distorted at this point there's still expression in those eyes it's remarkable and then you cut to a page and it's like you're reminded of oh yeah he also does like all of this hardware perfectly
1: yeah i gotta, i'm curious you as you ask you this because I, I the the putting in the sound effects i was what you know I was why not just leave it in Japanese because i mean you could be you have to know what 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 what's what it's trying to say without having to
2: I yeah I agree a hundred percent Jeff and we looked at the uh, like the box set we looked at one of those books too and they have the Japanese sound effects intact and then it makes me think like is this is Atomo putting down this, the uh, sound effects too? You know, like it's got to be part of his compositional thinking. Yeah. How that yeah. stuff works, and it's one of the, the glaring pieces of the Dark Horse, uh, the Dark Horse edition of this.
0: Look how fly that is, too, like in the original, because like the sound effects are in the same yes. perspective, uh-huh. going to the same vanishing point. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. sick.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely. I'm glad you mentioned it, because you know you could even see it. We saw this panel with with Akira, and the sound effect is wrapped around his head, where it's almost a line right across his eyes you know it's like leading your eye as a reader uh, across there compared to i don't know f- fill up the space and express vera
1: right <laughs> and for me maybe it's an artistic prejudice but it almost is sort of like a you know adam west batman thing the way they're laid in there it's, it's just like yeah it's straight it's up so elegant and sophisticated that these are and i don't know, you know the lettering the lettering is is, is good it's just it just it,
2: it's a contrast with the style. The the
0: yeah. For the record, the reason we're choosing this one is just because it opens better for the flip, for the camera, because the other one's a little tightly bound. No, no,
1: no I, I was just curious. I mean, I'm I, just curious how,
0: how
2: you guys felt about it. I, mean, I love I, talking lettering, so I'm glad to hear you point it out, Jeff. I think it is something that's like, especially, you know, we have a lot of people that make comics watch this channel, and it's like, you got to think about all this stuff. Like, it's a big graphic element on your
1: page. I mean, I, I used to draw... Uh, and I stopped. I hard boiled. I drew sound effects in there, and then I got to the point where I said, "Well, and, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just thought, that, well, if that guy's getting hit, you know, I just think it was like radio. I the sound is in my head. If it's drawn convincingly, I I make up my own sound. But, you know, but that's just me. There was so um... I don't I don't do it. I don't hardly do It. In, I don't know. I haven't done it in years. I, I uh,
2: liked Ted McKeever's Metropool a lot. Oh yeah, and yeah. It switched, like there was Metropool and then there was like, there was another series that was Metropool that I think Epic published. One of them, the editor required sound effects or didn't allow sound effects. I can't remember the switch, but mm-hmm. I remember reading an interview with Ted McKeever where he was like, the sound effects are so stupid. I don't know why I had to put those in there. <laughs> uh, at some point, we'll, we'll have to look at that, Ed, and see the kind of the difference between the two. but. I hear people cartoonists complain about like uh, word balloons being awkward, also, and it's kind of like I don't know—they're just part of the comics language to me. So, you I'm
1: know, down know, with you know, sound and, effects, but these are
2: not the not not the best fit.
1: Because sometimes it almost looks to me like it's like two different people doing them. The, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> the guy who's good on voo, let's put him on.
2: There. <laughs> You would always see that in like the early manga translations where they talk like studio Proteus and you'd have different people talking about like lettering touch-ups and stuff, which when you think about it, like they're drawing things in here to eliminate yeah, that, the original sound effects. Uh, that's a lot of yeah, work.
1: Yeah. and, 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 and <laughs> Once again, to go back to my sacrilegious. You're touching his artwork. So, like, <laughs> something's going to get eliminated because those, I, you know, maybe it just seems like, well, Take, they seem to be. They seem to take up more space than the, than the Japanese, the you know, like the, the kanji stuff, the like, katakana. Kind of, kind of, but anyway.
0: got to get our boys back on motorcycles a little bit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely.
1: You know, I I, this is, I I worked on a version of the Akira movie, and and, and what I was asked to do was the motorcycle. Yeah, and they wanted, they wanted to redo the motorcycle, and I was like, "You're going to redo the Akira motorcycle? Yeah, we want it to be cooler." So, well, you know, it's really pretty cool, and it's iconic. But they had some kind of deal with Ducati or something. So, and so I had to draw these motorcycles based on existing motorcycles that kind of look like like his thing. But I go, man, this is talking about sacrilege, just.
0: It was, what, no longer, this it was would, no longer
1: Tokyo it was in neo uh, New
0: York I I right. so, so this was for like a projected live action movie
1: oh yeah yeah and I think the only they had Ken Watanabe was going to be the only the only uh, uh Japanese actor in it it was I think they called it Neo York or something like is it going to be in New York so and, weak, uh, uh, but they were keeping the names. Akira was still going to be be there. I like you know, I was, well, in the future, Akira is going to be. It's going to replace Todd and and, uh, and <laughs> Beth is the most popular baby name of the year.
2: Look at the weird screen. I don't know what this is. There's such a strange pattern in that background. Yeah,
1: yeah. I that's a, that, that, that's an odd that shot over there. The one on the on the left. That's a that's an odd.
0: Yeah. Mm. And once again, maybe this speaks to your... uh, No, actually, actually, I
1: misread misread the drawing. I thought there were two faces there, because I could see the lines here and I thought it was, like, a head in the foreground, and then the the other one was in profile. Ah, yes. Uh,
0: (laughs) The Marvel Studios jump sequence, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) Very
2: true. (laughs) Love this effect of the black, like, you know, Uh, triggering that explosion or whatever. It's so cool looking. Really animated.
1: A new new kind of explosion. Yeah. You see it
2: here as like a reverse shadow. There's some it's so thoughtful. It's it's inventive, like you know, here we are in the last volume and it's still inventive. You know, like new parts of this this story that we haven't seen before.
1: And he never scales down, the sense of scale. Once again, we're back in the that that auditorium, just the, the little rocks and everything, little tiny pieces of there's so much motion in that room.
0: It's so important that we have you uh, to go through this with us, Jeff, because because a lot of the stuff you say, like, like I think about when I see your work, and mm-hmm. and the little uh, attention to, to detail in, in the backgrounds and stuff.
1: Except his means something.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Now you're something super solid.
2: Yeah, this is awesome with the tiles. Now your perspective tiles are flying up.
1: I mean, look at the one on that page. There. Oh my God! You know that they're like it's like on a sphere. It's like Jesus. <laughs> Get the tile guy back in here.
2: <laughs> Imagine trying to make that look like it has weight and power, You're right?
1: And it
0: looks like there's like tension on those fingertips or something. That's like, what like, I'm like saying. It's
2: an impossible drawing to to make.
0: When he did that one piece in Domu, where the guy's pushed up against the wall,
2: oh, it, yeah. like
0: he—it looks like he's doing more versions of that like throughout this thing yeah oh my god there we go another one Jesus just getting rid of those tile floors <laughs> and it's and it's <laughs> all drawn line you know it's it's not just, just any kind of mess yeah. like we would see in a lot of American comics where you just kind of like draw a bunch of weird lines cut some stuff in there with white out
2: how about this for chaos but also very clearly directional device coming down yeah. your page
1: yeah, yeah. But he understands. There's a center to an explosion. It's not right. just, you know, an explosion is. Because you see a lot of people and you know draw explosions and they're just clouds and this and that. But you can use rocks. So you can use objects to create that center and to create to direct the eye. And him, and him, Jesus, Christ.
2: man. I don't know what I like more, the planes or the clouds behind them. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 Gosh. You and know? then the, I wondering, I, I, I'm once again, I'm going to go back to the sound effects, but I'm curious is like, did the, the sound like ring I don't, I don't, I don't, is I don't know. Is this Studio Proteus? <laughs> who's who's yeah. deciding, yeah, who's the the, the sound is? <laughs> I wonder if they had to consult with him, like, instead of uh, whatever, Akarashi, <laughs> could it say win instead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny how like onomatopoeia, like, Conceptually, you just imagine it's all the same. Ha ha ha.
2: It, you know what? It, <laughs> it,
0: it, it, it,
2: I have that uh, New Engineering Yokoyama book, and every sound effect has a footnote at the bottom, like a translation, and it'll be like sound of jets flying, or sound of <gasps> building collapsing, or sound of lawnmower cutting grass. And it's so weird. Like, I talked to the publisher about it because, like, I can't wrap my head around what that means, but it's weird to think, like, you know, sound of explosion sound of a series of bombs going off uh like it's, it's yeah, just or, very different
1: or they'll have like a, a, a you know a kind of character that doesn't say boom it says it says uh a majestic entry <laughs> right as opposed to us, it would be like or you know
2: that's what i was trying to get at when i was talking to this guy i'm like if you're reading this in japanese is there something communicated in the sound effect that is, you know, majestic entry because it's not, it's really interesting to like, you could almost caption it or something, you know, if you were trying to communicate these concepts, you know, like, how would you do it? Because like Kaboom and Varam, it's pretty limited (laughs) what we can do with these onomatopoeias. (laughs) But if you could add that extra element of communication, it would be, it'd be great.
0: How about this man.
2: Yeah. Casting a shadow, On like the vapors behind him
0: yeah
2: and it waves the shadows sort of like following the the air currents
0: I love that it's like the Wally Wood double lighting Mm -hmm. kind of thing (laughs) always giving you the those planes you know on these on these Mm -hmm. soft faces
2: this is when we talk about figures to me this is some of the great figure work when when characters are sitting lounging drawn in a perspective and it just feels like real weight yeah
0: yeah it's that stuff that uh, Lobius would talk about. Like, uh, one of the hardest things to draw somebody laying down.
1: I mean, look at the wind up and delivery. See that? Once again, that's how many. It's almost two pages just for that wind up and hit, but it, it means so
0: much. And... I, I believe this is the sequence in Akira Club where he shows maybe four or five different names of, of trying this sequence out yeah a bunch of different poses and stuff like that and this is what he arrived at and it's like fairly obscured like there mm-hmm. were there were kirby-ish
1: compositions yeah, that, that panel the smack panel that is really daring because i mean he's covering up you know the impact and most people uh, I mean, you know the the in instinct would be to show the guy that's delivering the punch as well and somehow I even cheating it but man it's so powerful i'm sorry yeah.
2: Well, I was just going to say that black smoke coming off of Tetsuo, it's almost like it's an extension of his psyche, you know, like he's so consumed with, like he's kind of just evil at this point, right? And I feel like that there are many of these drawings that they just illustrate that. It's like the external, what he's surrounding them with in the composition is them.
1: Yeah. And the design of that that, that station is like, oh my god.
0: And once again, it's it's drawn. It's not like just some traced off thing. It's soft.
2: No. Mm-hmm. All the aircraft carrier stuff just blows yeah. my mind.
1: I've got some of those books. You can buy these books over there that you know, you've seen them. They got like cross sections of aircraft carriers. They got like you know the plans. You can build one yourself. <laughs> wow! There we go.
0: I love this stuff. I man, this is the part in the film that gets memed a lot, man, because it's all Tetsuo Akira <laughs> Kaneda <laughs> T- Tetsuo And he's just like, I hope you choke.
2: Still boys, man. Gets a good throat shot in.
0: (laughs) To the larynx.
1: (laughs) These are probably the two simplest pages we've seen so far. In terms of, you know...
2: It's a romance comic. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Same ingredients.
0: Then the soul laser penetrating from the sky. And... And it's a different interpretation than we've seen before.
2: I love this. It you know it feels like it's cutting through whatever cloud cover is up there.
1: Yeah, I wonder what the sound effect was on that ray there in the previous page. Because that bugs me that it's cutting across that thing. Right. I wonder. I wonder what, I wonder what the you know the, the Japanese thing, if it, if it says because a lot of times I don't think they do lettering, but they, well they do, they must. But I bet I bet it's not black. But I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, let's take a look. Usually that stuff is uh, cutting. Uh like if they put it cutting across like usually that's the starting point of a piece so let's see oh, what page is it one engine? more page i think
1: i'm just curious if, if it's like if it's just a uh, line or oh it's it, gonna make you mad there you go <laughs> yeah. you know what man this is embarrassing me we're gonna use japanese it's no, okay it's just it's just this, this is open to find yeah well and no look look at it no that's the there's there it is there yeah is, is, i mean it's like or even that one that you got your finger on. They put that. They put it right across, right across the right across the ray. Why would you do that?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can't touch that laser beam. And look at the sweeping mm-hmm.
0: motion of it, dude. It's a, a lightsaber. Yeah.
1: And look at that. the path of destruction is just hmm,
0: given a dark edge yeah. on like where it's going. Yeah, that's really a good choice.
1: And you can, you can hear the sound. I mean, I, I hear it as I'm watching it. I'm making this, I'm, in my head, I'm making this, this this razorish kind of horrible vacuuming sound, because it's just.
2: Uh. And, and they sell it running from it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's perfect. Very
0: much, man. They got the Dutch angle to it. <laughs> More using the medium of Zippitone as like its own art thing. Yeah, they don't geez. teach that in school.
1: No, it's a painting. Yeah, the guy's it painting with, with zip <laughs> It's just like makes make my head explode. When when <laughs> he,
0: when he has this like sharp white, he, they he yeah. will just lay the tone on mm-hmm. everything else, just make everything else dark.
1: Yeah. got even that little shot there of those rocks. Look at those rocks. like my God. I mean, that kind of stuff is it's beautiful. It's so simple, but casting shadow yeah, yeah
2: my god there's a period of kirby where he would do rocks like that and and i can remember like responding to that early on and looking at kirby where it was like they feel heavy yeah. they had the shading like it all made sense and it was rocks Jesus.
0: lady Miyako's stooges are super cool when they start to get in formation and things
1: Oh, uh, there we go. Gets, I wonder if he's drawing the.
0: I can finally stop drawing this goddamn stick. Pull <laughs> oh, shit out of it. But I just feel like, you know, we've seen that earlier drawing of it intact. And I feel like all this stuff is still the same. Like, he's, he's keeping all the geography of...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's pretty amazing. You know, because yeah. you've seen that video of jets taking off from the back. And, like, yeah. he's bending that. You know, the heat always, like, bends the, right. the light... The the way that looks yeah
0: that little mirage who draws kind of thing. that <laughs> just that amount of stuff like you know like the 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 headlight beams I remember the first time I saw it I'm like what 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 is that and then I'm like that is the headlight beams right. and he's drawing that in black ink amazing yeah he really did not choose easy stuff to draw this this isn't like even <laughs> Domu though like it, it's an apartment complex but it's like so intricate and detailed.
2: It's the impact of this laser hitting the ship and hitting around the ship. It feels solid, like-
1: The water pouring off the ship, Jesus Christ.
2: And he plays with scale so well because like we've seen massive stuff, right? Oh, there it is. Aircraft carriers. And then when you get Tetsuo's close up, it's like, oh no, he's the biggest. Like he's the, the, the destructive force that we are witnessing here you believe he's a he's an equivalent of an aircraft carrier. Or or the superior to an aircraft carrier. This looks like a day's work. Yeah, that's pretty wild.
0: No. Yeah. And once again, it's that like is it a photostat? Because it's like there are different color dots and it's not a moire. Like it's not over top of each other. It's it fades.
2: Yeah, I don't know how you do that. That's really mysterious to me because you're going lighter on a screen but you're not going white on the screen. Right. Like there's a different screen on top that's giving you the lighter water reflection kind of piece. But then
0: it's zip enough. Like like maybe there's a photo stat down here and then you add zips up top. I have no clue.
2: I don't know either. This is another one of those great, like any of this water stuff, the damage coming out from that center point.
0: And this is done from by scraping. This is one Zipatone screen with work being done on top of it.
1: Look, look at the look at the drawing on the guy going uh, yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the joker there he's like that? he's really excited it's cool it's like because originally he just does this, this great exaggeration that just man look at this man. yeah jeff how long does it take you to draw this page this piece right <laughs> here i'd oh, be two weeks to draw that <laughs>
2: It's mm. so good, the cross-section. This reminds me of like the Silver Age Marvel where it'd be like the Baxter building, you know, in cross-section, <laughs> yeah, except it's yeah. in perspective and part of the story.
0: Yeah, there would be some of these shots, man, where it's close enough that he's drawing offices inside there with, with uh, tile, wow. acoustic tile ceilings.
2: Look at the light hitting too. You yeah. know, like, like we're getting into evening now and that's your setting sun hitting one plane of that stadium ruin
1: there's such beautiful drawings the two like her and the, the one the two of them together it's just it yeah. gets it gets really like heartfelt mm-hmm. uh
0: as as mm-hmm. we move on as we start to establish more of these ghosts yeah. and uh i don't know too much about shinto religion but i but i wonder if i knew more like this would have even more impact
2: it's a gorgeous spread you know that yeah. whole spread is selling that mood that moment yeah. I mean even even the the following spread here you know like we see the the darkness has fallen
1: yeah if only they had found the infinity stones they could have
0: (laughs) (laughs) the joker becomes a a a boob character like he's like the toughest bad guy Mm -hmm. and then he he becomes r2d2 that's
1: a that's a Japanese thing you have guys that that will start out as bad guys and they'll end up they'll have these arcs they'll end up being good guys, good guys. i mean especially in dragon ball i mean there's always the bad super super bad guy and they always end up being friends at some point in america you can't it's like nah you're uh-uh. <laughs> gonna stay that way yeah. we hold grudges yeah, is, Magne- yeah. Is, Mag- is magneto or magneto is he still a bad guy or get- oh, <laughs> i couldn't tell you
2: i couldn't even yeah. tell you what book to find the answer in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the last little pills for our guys
1: well and you should know for god's sake
0: oh man i didn't know they made x-men comics after issue 300 <laughs> <laughs> they did <laughs> the k character really really is a standout yeah. she feels the most competent like canada's going in with bluster but she's you know psychically attuned and, and they sell it really well uh in in the verbals
2: i like this drawing how all of this tech fades into just the gray that he's walking into
0: yeah yeah could be another one of those th- things like uh let's not draw all of that right now we got we got pressing things to... don't need to <laughs> yeah.
2: you know i don't feel like it's missing anything mm. uh, i don't either mm. wow
0: we've seen this almost this exact shot when joke last issue last volume when Joker's coming by in that little sky cycle thing and he just spies the stadium from in between those buildings.
1: I, I, but you guys, I feel like there's something different in the drawing in these last few pages. Yeah, there's like I wonder if yeah, you know, it's. it's so once I wonder if you if stepped away from it a little bit, because it, it, it changes, especially- yeah. there, There's
2: a polish on some of these pages that's kind of yeah. strange, a thinner line or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of that Mother Sarah line.
2: Yeah. It's almost too clean. You know, like her yeah. temple background and stuff, it's just-
1: Yeah.
2: If I, if I didn't know better, I would almost say it's like a digital component has entered. Mm-hmm. I
0: feel like I bet when when you see stuff like that and you feel like there are more hands there are going to be some money shots coming up that Otomo was spending some energy on yes yeah
2: that's what I wonder too. everything at this point I feel like you earn every benefit of the doubt so is it a storytelling device are we getting super clean because we're about to get very dirty
0: (laughs) now it's time to descend the 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 elevator piece man and geez was it volume two where pretty much the entire volume is just going down Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, we know how deep this is. And there's that one part I remember like reading, there's that one part where it's like, yeah, you better hope your legs are strong enough to get you back out. And I had this vision. Like I, I had like this, this fear of being so far down in like a chasm that like I die of dehydration, just trying to walk up it.
2: Yeah. it's but, It's a good moment. I had the idea of like, aging relatives wouldn't be able to walk up these stairs (laughs) like if they ended up down here somehow (laughs) that's that's their end
0: exactly might be our end i mean it's mount everest you're climbing
1: i remember being in japan and there was like this um the, the studio we all went to some this temple that has like these Two thousand steps <laughs> to get to the temple, not everybody would make it. I go, I was thinking, you oh, know, I don't want to be the guy that can't, can't, you know, like has to turn back halfway up.
0: You get real fit in Japan, man. Like, like by the by the time I left, like I was able to walk from from the time oh, yeah. I woke up to the time I went to sleep that that night, and yeah. I could have kept going.
1: Yeah, walk. You know, it was like like Paris I and mean, New York. and it's a walking town. I mean, my daughter's in Los Angeles now, and. She walks and everybody thinks she's crazy. <laughs> wow. Man. Jeepers. So Lovecraft. Mm-hmm.
0: Little Kira's like triggered. And it's really cool because you almost almost only ever see him from behind. Mm-hmm. Except for this moment of recognition where he's like, okay, I'm where I'm supposed to be. There was some exposition along the way to explain how he's kinda like in
1: tune (laughs) just to bust him through the roof of that place is just masterful
0: yeah and like one panel sells it. you don't got to keep keep doing it but then this is when you start to get the mirror yeah you start to get the mirror and it just becomes so sinister
2: it is and uh lady miyoko saying you know like his ego has collapsed combined with this art that hp lovecraft stuff is just coming through here yeah. like you, you've crossed a line you've lost yourself it's bigger than whatever a human was it's neat to come back to these locations too like there was a scene in the aircraft carrier earlier where water's like flooding the hall and they're running and it calls yeah. to mind an earlier moment in akira when they're in the tunnels and the water's you know crashing behind them
0: i mean that's a straight up submarine
2: that's incredible that's oh, just wait. incredible jeez unbelievable
1: yeah i went on when i was in uh uh, oakland i went i went there's an aircraft carrier you can go on and walk through and, and i don't know if he got on one and got some pictures but man he he was able to nail it i mean i mean those those things are literally like being on a city on the water they're just so huge yeah it's hard to fathom
2: it really is you figure, like, how much runway do you need? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And
1: then just the amount you... the volume fleets of airplanes on there. I mean, you literally, you would, I, I think i walked, I was on the on the deck of it, you'd walk from one end to the other. It's like a 15-minute walk. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, this is such a powerful moment right here. I mean, because he's not... He's not the little dictatorial jerk off anymore. Who, who's pockmarking the moon? He's hurting. He's scared. This is his friend, and he has recognition in that. And it's all in the eyes. Like this is my buddy Tetsu, who I who I grew up with.
1: Now, I don't know how, how how you guys feel, but the drawing, the characters, are, are look a little different to me. Yeah. Like. Hmm
0: it's that thing too. Drawing them over and over again you come up with your iconography for how they look like canada definitely changes a lot even just in the first volume because you have you ever i
1: don't know if he would work satoshi Kone. you know who mm-hmm. he is right his comics are very you know are really beautiful and they're they're i think you may i wonder if he worked with uh I can't remember if he
2: worked it. I think he did. I feel like some of the a collection or a book that I had of his like that's one of the the you know early in his career working with the Tomo I think.
0: It could have been on def- stuff like Robot Carnival though.
2: Yeah. Or the
0: uh,
1: Memories movie Did you ever see those those uh wow that thing is just mind boggling. Yeah.
0: Like just draw that. <laughs> Yeah. like and you're done your your career
1: is made yeah. <laughs> just the, the steam or whatever that is the liquid pouring off that thing It's just
0: the mirror the mirroring stuff is solid what you looking for jimmy
2: you know I, I was wondering if our line quality has to do with reproduction and you know you can see like the the, the dark horse the newsprint there is some dot gain so you know, mm. this does feel a little bit darker, a little bit heavier, a little but bit rougher. Noise, Con- consequence is, yeah.
0: of better paper.
2: Yeah, better paper, better reproduction, but you can even see like in the screen tones, it's a little choppier, yeah, yeah. heavier yeah. noise, you know, the, the, the edge of this like okay. canyon. You yeah, that
1: yeah. the sky is darker. Yeah, I
2: think it's just a slightly more dot gain on the uh, newsprint may account for what we're seeing in terms of the line being a little bit cleaner.
0: Yeah we have the dispatching of uh, Baby Akira? Mm-hmm. And they all feel it. Yeah. That's so cool.
2: This is just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this should have been. That should have been the only page in Young Magazine that week. <laughs> <laughs> Each one of those is just. Like, <laughs> that'd have been enough for me. I'd go. I don't my, You got my buck and a half or two dollars, whatever it was. I'm happy. <laughs> There's <laughs> two bucks. There's a interview with
0: Otomo, uh, that is broken up in three or four parts on, on YouTube. You could find it. And he has three like composition notebooks that are actually pretty thin. And they're like Smythe sewn, you know, not, not like spiral bound or anything. And they're small, 64 pages a piece. And, uh, he pulls out like a section he's like this section to this section it's like two sentences he's like that was 80 pages of comics something like that that was a whole sequence I believe that yeah.
1: do you think do you think though i mean like if you did that in a marvel comic people would be mad right? you could you could not do that kind of no time that he does people would feel like well nothing happened
2: I don't know about that. That's kind of the standard issue now, you know, like we rail against like uh, decomposition, de- uh,
0: decompressed decompressed
2: storytelling all the time, because now it's like, everything's a six issue run and you don't get that much in 20 pages. A lot of times
0: we looked at that Miller Eisner book where, and Miller talks about that as a deficiency of like, what's required in a American comic. It like costs all this money and the people feel cheated if they don't have a good reading experience. So, so you, you, Put more in there than than is comfortable just to give them their dollars worth
2: and that's true it's kind of the opposite
1: well, uh, what, what do you guys think because i i was speaking with frank because uh, i think this is so cinematic yeah you know, it's just it's just like a movie on paper and frank would say well he, he would argue a bit about that he thought that well no movies and comics are two 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 different things you can't do movies and comics and everything." i don't know <laughs> yeah a lot of the the japanese seem to be able to do it but i mean maybe it's because once again they have more more uh space to play with and you know they don't have to like put it in, you know, 23 pages or
2: films like our codified visual language like it's almost inescapable if you're going to do comics to not even if you try to avoid that the reader is just that's the language you know especially mm. if you're 35 or something, you know, at this point, I think there's so much visual input that there might not be a standard language. But I mean, for decades, for generations, it was film. So you're only going to escape it so far. You know, what techniques you follow is probably the thing where you draw lines as to like, I'm in favor of this or I'm not. But to, to think that you can escape it completely, like I just don't know, you know, J- Jules Pfeiffer maybe or something like that. Be uh, outside of films.
0: It, it feels almost uh, like a semantic conversation in I think a lot so. of ways. Yeah, because what I, what I think, because first off, like Miller, like was known for, and it was suggested that his stuff was filmic and cinematic storytelling. Uh, but like, I part of me thinks what he's talking about is like, make sure you get some cool long panels and just do stuff that can be done in yeah. comics. But it could still be composed in uh, a familiar kind of quote-unquote cinematic way when he does this like bottom three-quarter shot like we saw that in in domu the little old guy bending over like and and it all looks rooted and the pieces look like they're in the face where they should be It's not yeah. a million
1: lines, but that
0: is not easy to
1: arrange. It's not, and the hair—the hair is just—it it shows the placement on the ground, and it gives weight to it. Because that's hard to do too. Just it get is. the hair that, to fall the right way on a on a flat object without you know just looking like a bunch of lines. That, uh,
0: it even has gravity as they pick the boy up, right yep. there. Yep. This is this is like ah, sweet. Nice, like there's yes there's a lot of heart to it man it's like akira's going home all his homies are there like you've excited you, you could him. cry like yes you could cry like during this part, man, because it's all his peoples you know he's 28 they're whatever number they are you you presume that he's meeting all those guys and then the, when they revert back to like who they were when he met them back in the 80s or whenever it was. Like, look Mm -hmm. at our girl, we've seen her so long and this is what she looked like. That part even in the anime is a beautiful moment. mm -hmm.
2: Love all their body language too. It's another Mm -hmm. one of those where you look and go, that's a pretty simple panel compared to some of the stuff we've seen. But if you look closer and start paying attention, like all those kids are sort of posed differently, crouching differently, Mm -hmm. leaning in different directions.
1: And the right body types. I know a lot of people when they draw kids, they just <laughs> they look just like, like little wrestlers.
2: We make fun of know, a lot of kid they're, drawings.
1: They're, they're little bobbleheads, you know. It's like just <laughs> as long as it's got a big head, people know it's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> they like you know they're really cut. Sometimes go, especially in Marvel comics have little kids, and Franklin was always really cut. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Could see every muscle in his arm.
2: I didn't point it out, but when Lady Miyoko lets her hair down, it's really awesome because it's like the transformation of that character.
0: Sure, I mean yeah. here she goes, and then she just becomes like. You see this in like Kurosawa movies, like like uh, like that like a witch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or in the end of of Ran, when he's uh, totally lost it. Yeah.
0: Who thought it would be Kay who would be up there at Seoul? Hmm. Miyoko doing
2: her bit, dude. That's incredible, right? Like, what a transformation of her character from from that point to this warrior, making her last stand. A oh, comic blood.
0: Yeah, man. Dude, and there's fucking organs.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> Look at that. Incredible.
0: Mm mm mm. These textures. Just being able to,
2: yet another uh, another version, right, of that sky, far from the sky, Gosh.
0: diverting the beam, mm-hmm.
2: and this is that effect. I pointed it out earlier, yeah. where it's almost like the uh, we've talked about. It. It's like a if you're if you put your hand in a projector's path, yeah. the black that comes out of that shadow, yeah, yeah,
0: it's so like a late motif of otomo it really is the the bomb burst uh in in that kaba book first volume before he even did akira there was an image like that and it was a watermelon
2: wow yeah and it literally looks like there could be a light
0: bulb behind that absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah it's luminous yeah
2: Yeah. when when you said about you know if you can't take an art class or whatever jeff but study these books i feel like it's almost the negative space that he's making these explosions out of oh yeah
1: yeah and surrounded it with all this detail that gives its scope and tiny detail that just makes, I mean, it's a huge city. It's not, yeah, it's not a fake city and its life and weight.
2: It's also the, um, you know, like these were not cities that we would see in American comics, especially no. at this time. Like we were looking at cities that were sort of like, I don't know, from... The 40s, or something, you know, it's like cars. Like, you would always see people call, draw cars that were 20, 30, 40 years, like these old sedans out of date. I've never saw a city that looked like this in any Marvel DC superhero comics because they're,
1: mostly, they're mostly just you know, because they're, well, they're drawn at a, with a certain amount of time and they're just like cubes. cubes yeah, it's, a, it's shorthand, it's like these,
2: in. uh, you know, like yeah. I think of crumb backgrounds of cities where it's like that flat kind of outline right. but like you read it a city it's like that's comic book language for city until you see this
1: for me the first time i ever really saw cities in comics was when in europe when i'm in french comics I go wow wow in tintin wow that's like a real building yeah yeah uh,
2: do you see a lot of the that kind of french clear line whenever you look at otomo's work
1: oh yeah yeah and i, and I, I you know I, I don't know for sure but i think a lot of it does because from his his love of, of mobius because uh
2: yeah. This is one of those things that in my mind is an impossible drawing. <laughs> that you're having two of these gigantic white balls, yeah. you know, combining and battling and like I don't know how imagine this in a script form. Yeah. And taking
0: no shorts because now you are cutting a bunch of different zips. This is really a cool effect, yeah. Mm.
2: Completely abstract. God.
0: Wow. Wow. And just like little water jets through the streets some water coming out of windows
1: gosh i can't God, oh my god i wonder how I, you, it seems like that would at least take a week to do that thing at least i mean my god little kind of silos
0: and hang air airplane hangers I like
1: or the, the energy it looks like a creature yeah it does he it
2: like sounds like a, a big fetus,
1: fetus. like a fetus that uh
2: and as hard as this would be to draw just conceiving of it seems impossible
1: mm-hmm.
2: what, what do your sketchbooks look like when you're trying to work this out
0: and so much of it is like why would you like why would you put yourself through that
2: torture yeah you've written yourself into a corner here <laughs> yeah
1: what was i thinking I had a giant eyeball yeah i mean it's god and these weird shapes
2: like Yeah, that's a new piece of language. That's
0: like that, um, like the Bernie Wrightson, Frankenstein.
2: It is. Until you get Mm. to the ends, whenever it's like making the transition from those lines into lesser lines into the white. And they're almost like circuits. Yeah, they are. You know, it's not organic anymore. You know, all of this. That's that same kind of line pattern.
1: The the DNA, uh...
0: And then what is this? Is this like the same exact moment in about 15 different places in, in geography? Like that's what we're looking at right here.
2: Yes. O- along with almost like characters lives flashing before their eyes. Right. Yeah. This is, this is incredible. Got a couple pages of that. Yeah. I love it.
1: The, the oh, layout is just suddenly, you know,
2: in the different I mean, angles I mean, where I it's I like get, rotate these
0: and and you you get your little bit with everybody you know you got the, the remnants of your clown gang and then oh this is like yeah this is like the life flash before tetsuo's eyes yeah this is his whole growing up almost yeah. domu it is yeah i still feel like this is the first page of domu you know that,
1: that was like a prologue to this this is what
0: uh, i always yeah. feel like it's the same universe
1: yeah, exactly. It's like this is a sequel to Domu. This is what yeah. because
0: there's a uh, there's also Fireball too. Like and 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 Fireball's in the same universe also. Like I feel like Domu happens in the 80s, and then what would happen if you get your hands on some psychic kids? You're yeah. gonna chop those little fuckers up into mince meat and turn them into weapons. So they did that. Like to me, that the girl in Domu is number one.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah
2: this feels yeah. like a uh like a cg
0: or number
1: two yeah
0: yeah that little old man might be somebody
1: i love that little old man I love <laughs> with that. He, he looks so cute it's so horrible.
2: it makes me wonder if you come up with some of these ideas like playing with photocopiers right you know where you're moving art while it's scanning i mean like I, i've done that I've like, done like that. yeah it's because there's just so much like inventive Imagery Jeff you want to talk about sacrilege
0: man you should see what this looks like in the (laughs) epic uh, in the epic reprint because there's literally there's no zips And it's all this vector. They use what you see here to create this vector color fetus That's like all blue and it's all computer color like you don't see any Otomo artwork in it at all and it's all done with blurs and 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 Radiant-
2: this t- image here in yeah. black and white makes me think of the uh kirby 2001 some of the stuff that yeah. he was doing with that even like the little snippets of like like
0: like a kirby collage yeah right there kirby or something. Co-
2: yeah
1: so you you got the the you know the marvel ones how many issues was that thing? did they do the
0: whole thing they did uh, 38 issues and then and then in the yeah, in the 38th issue it has uh it has mobius's tetsuo uh, oh, it- a couple pieces yeah, he did yeah. and then it has comics by american cartoonists doing man on the street in neo tokyo stories mark texiera draws something written by larry hama wow
1: wow that's that's pretty great <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is that stuff that's super hard to conceptualize mm-hmm. and then you get that glimpse man yeah of it, more innocent times little do these guys know here goes your Q brick
2: yeah i love that right that's that
0: shot of that little boy as the camera pulls up in uh the shining
2: and then speaking of just the the drawing madness yeah that's incredible man his little face tucked in there
0: yeah see like in fireball there, there was versions of this shit I, i'm telling you man that's all the same it's all the same universe and then yeah. leaving them like these little husks
1: yeah
0: Trying to perfect it, trying to figure it out. And then they got too close to the sun, man. with wings made of wax and fucked with Akira. And then we saw what happened there. Even her hair is only so long here.
2: Right.
0: See, that's beautiful.
2: And another great example of his ability to draw figures and in perspective.
0: Yeah, three point.
2: Not, not that, Not an easy panel. None of them are. Great drapery.
0: Oh, the meeting. This is in the enemy.
2: The playground also calls to mind Domu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Jeez.
0: <laughs> now you gotta draw some natural disasters.
2: I can't tell how they're rendering some of that. I
0: know. Like, so much of that gray is, is lost on me. And look at this skewed stuff. Like, right. Like, Man. could the line art of that have been...
1: Just a yeah, scanned well, yeah. image,
0: and yeah, then that's
1: it. Yeah, he took like and did a, a photocopy of it, and a kind of on the on the machine, the Xerox machine, lifted it up to get that, so he could then go over it again, trace it.
2: Yeah. In that new Dave Sim book, there are all these panel recreations, and they're in those distorted perspectives. And uh, Mm -hmm. they show the way he did it was like he had printouts of the panels and he would photograph them. And then that's what you would get is the photographs with the weird perspectives Uh that you could then go over and, you know, manipulate. But it'd give you some idea of like, how does this look from, you know, these bizarre angles? This is
1: just. I don't think there's another comic that is this epic. I mean, I can't think of any. What would you do? It's hard to conceptualize
2: something this epic you know like climbing through the ruins of the city
0: and and once again rebuilding Wait, what are you, we gonna call it out neo neo tokyo <laughs> nah man it's a great it's a great tokyo empire akira <laughs> and then they're kayfabe that akira's still around look at that shit dude that's that's tough man
2: Man, it's just leveled too. all of these kind of images, you know, mm-hmm. where we've seen cities all throughout this thing. And now it just looks like.
1: Because that's really hard stuff to do that to curvature of the earth and just all those just to create something that just doesn't look like a bunch of little lines or just it's all it's beautifully drawn. It, it looks It's not a photo, but it seems like it could be. It's so well done.
2: It makes me think of like, what do you look at for reference for this? It's gotta be places that have been devastated by, by, you know, apocalyptic flooding and and things.
0: And that's that uh, perspective that does go to like the, you see the horizon line. And this is one of those things that that Mobius would do that, that I could just stare at forever when he has those distances that go off because any line could disrupt your perspective. And it never happens with those guys
1: right because because he's getting closer you're getting the curvature of the earth so you got to put it in perspective in uh, as in curvature as well it's just it's amazing that (laughs) it's amazing man because
0: like what's the comic shorthand of that just like the straight line you know you just tilt the page just (laughs) straight line it got excited man i hit the camera
1: (laughs) God bless America.
0: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just coming in like the cock of the walk. And
2: yeah. there's such an emotional release at this point as a reader. But the drawing doesn't stop. Mm-mm. Like these are some of the as intense as any pages we've seen in terms of the drawing. Yep. You know, huge cast of characters, all detailed. Mm. You can see what their, their soldiers are carrying on their belts, canteens and pouches.
0: Giving their chocolates to the kids and whatnot. A couple of those Project A, or what is it called? Juvenile A scientists (laughs) re-meeting each other.
2: There's the Kubrick one. Codename, Juvenile A. Yeah. A reminder of, uh, you know, again, a carefully composed panel there, right?
0: And these very capable Americans coming in. Boom, disrupt that with some missile fire nah motherfuckers we didn't ask for you to come we don't need your help this is our town pack your weapons get out of our country there it is man the great tokyo empire akira that's an epic moment oh yeah you know they're 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 taken back
2: and extremely cinematic yeah and you know it's this is another one of those great you're going from a bazooka into this rolled up sign that's now unrolling transitions yeah you know, these are these are Alan Moore in the early 80s kind of transitions <laughs> right. some of these panel to panel moments. The visuals.
0: And once again, you got to get your boys on the bike.
2: It ends where it begins, right? Yato. Yeah.
0: Which also is another Alan Moore piece, The Bookender. Look at that badass team.
2: They're going to make babies
0: and repopulate Japan. <laughs> Them two alone. <laughs> So like, you know, a...
2: just one note. Let's change this bike. Let's make this bike cooler.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> and look yeah. at that. Like like back wheel drive. You know, you feel the propulsion. A little bit of white zip or something to smooth out that perspective.
2: Yeah. The great motion.
0: Ah, that's sick, dude. Yeah, I got to revisit our guy, and he's proud. You know. He's proud of his, his young soldiers.
2: Talk about a character that's had an arc throughout this, mm-hmm. man. That guy has gone on a journey.
0: You know what's so crazy? I I might have to reread issue of uh, volume one.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. It is a
0: kind of perpetual motion comic to me. Like,
2: like I read it every year. It's it's wild to look at issue one and think who survives.
1: One last glimpse, man. And then can, we go see back, this, can we go back a page? I was just curious. It's like, No. No. <laughs> That's probably the page on the right there. It's probably the only thing. like, I bet he's thinking, "Do I draw the whole tank? <laughs> show them all leaving?" Man, oh, you know, the tank is starting to hit empty. Maybe, <laughs> I guess I'm going to do this because, and I don't blame. It's, and they're beautifully drawn. It's just like, I wonder if, like, you know, a hundred pages ago, he would he would have chose a different composition.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah, you, you know what? Sad. Like, like when we start to see the the reprieve and stuff. There is so much more like, like like he had a, he had a day's rest before he he
2: drew that page. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it'd be fun to go back for comparing is looking at like the motorcycle scenes from the, from volume one to now Mm -hmm. and think of like his evolution. Yeah. You know,
0: they start off so strong too. They they
2: do for sure. But I mean, mean, this is, this is a different world. Like this is a different. Yeah. A different artist, think of the thousands of pages since the beginning.
0: It it couldn't end any other way. It was David Mamet who said that like the ending should be uh, a surprise, but also expected. Mm.
2: It's perfect. Yeah, that's a stunner. Drawn two times, this page, this spread. Well, when you get to this point, you can't phone it in. If you're looking (laughs) at that last spread and thinking like, oh, it'd be better this other way. gotta do it. (laughs) It's a lot of momentum behind you. This
0: book is dedicated to the editorial department of Young Magazine, who created this opportunity for me, the international and film departments, the staff who helped me along the way, the readers who loved and supported it, and the great Osama Tezuka. Yeah. What an epic story, man. I feel exhausted.
1: This, this This is a book that every time I look at it, it's like, why bother <laughs> you can, you can never, i mean it, it if you, you know i can you know i, I can never be him and and, and uh, i wish i wish i could but my god you know it's just wow it it's inspirational incredible. it's inspirational and depressing at the same time it's uh, so it's so much it's so everything it, it just you know there's you that know. old phrase
0: comparison is the thief of joy yes so yeah so yeah. uh this is one of those examples
1: and i always say just try to be i would say to my daughter just try to be the best you that you can be because uh you know i i remember the last time we talked i always remember even mobius would be like oh i could never do that I was like, oh, Jesus. You know? well
0: <laughs> incredible man uh long legacy uh, I think I think you wrapped it up in a perfect nutshell Jimmy when you when you mentioned how like the many different iterations of Akira showed up in America uh, in every kind of distribution mechanism that we were able to receive it at the time do, do, the way we were able to understand it you know prestige format color comics uh, flipped not flipped uh, well,
1: do, do you know the history because after the Marvel the Marvel stuff was it out of print for a while and then Long dark time.
0: horse It was it was out of print I where nearly that was. It was probably now the last couple issues of the Akira epic uh it took some time for them to come out. Uh so I think they came out like 91 92 and then it's like the year 2000 when uh volume 1 of uh the dark horse stuff came out. So there's like 8 years uh in in between. Uh, still not quite as big a gulf as like uh, Mobius's work, you know. Like like we still don't have a good
1: RZAC, uh, well, that's reprint or anything, you know. There's legal there's legal stuff for that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it worries me a little bit because that stuff should be out there because I don't ever want to see them be forgotten. But you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, that the humanoids and the families. And,
0: yeah, it's one of those things, like, like we have these masters of, of the comic book medium, and uh, I guess even part of it, like, Otomo, you know, he's not keeping all of his stuff in print here. Uh, the We have this one translated version of Memories that we had to get, it's, for, it's an Australian printer, publisher, who did it one time, you know, you have to get it on, like, British Amazon, and, and okay. now we F that up, and it costs 300 bucks.
1: Well, I'm curious because <laughs> now that they're doing the complete Otomo series, or there's like two of them I've got, or two of them have come out, and they're printing some stuff I've never seen—some really obscure stuff—and they're kind of jumping around because the first volume is number, I don't know if it's number one, and the next one is number four, and it's Domu. And I think the storyboards are part of a part of that that uh, the re-release of it, but maybe that will goose somebody in the United States to make a deal or. or I don't Maybe Kodansha themselves printed in, in the States, all that stuff. There's so much of it that, that we haven't seen. And, you know, even, gosh, put, um, you know, his, uh, those illustration books. Is it Kaba? Is that mm-hmm. over there? There's two of those that, you know, you can't, you, know, you can't get over here.
0: Yeah, very expensive, prohibitively expensive. And even, even when you go to Japan, I, I thought that it was going to be a cakewalk, like go to the place where the stuff is. And uh still the that cabo that volume two is still expensive over there.
1: Yeah, when I go when it's gone, it's gone. I remember I got I got it because I went over for a Mobius's Mobius' funeral and uh it was next to his bed, the bed that he died on. And mm. he got just a little bit before and I just remember just <laughs> over oh, like, Why well, gotta get this? <laughs> <laughs> and I picked it up I picked it up at the Japanese bookstore in Paris while I was there. But that's something that I let I let uh, I sent it through a person I sent a note to uh, Otomo to let him know that, that he yeah. had the book because Otomo had sent it to him and that that was by his side.
0: That's so cool, Jeff. It's 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 such a pleasure to celebrate mm-hmm. Katsuhiro Otomo uh, with you on the uh, sort of epic finale, Akira Volume Six. When we when we first put this channel together, I didn't think for two seconds that the, this kind of episode would be possible man to crack crack the books with jeff darrow man that's oh. the dream come true type stuff
1: and i stick, think you're on crack if you think that
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would not be the the only person to say such a thing
1: uh <laughs> to us man well uh, it's it's an honor a pleasure you know it's it's i'm it's a humbling ex a humbling experience i mean you you open one of his books, it's extremely, extremely humbling and is uh, and it was an inspirational because you just, anybody, can, even if you don't want to draw, you can learn from him so much. And, and just the, the dedication to have done that, that's just, you know, it's mind boggling, the amount of work in that time, jeepers, Christ, that's any one, good one good. of those volumes would have been enough, would have killed anybody, is like, okay, that's it, I, I'm, not, I'm never going to do this again.
0: Uh, visiting I mean, the the editors like at, at Kodansha like they really you know they don't have much knowledge exactly of the american system of comic making but i showed them some some of the stuff i, I was working on in the first issue of red room and and they were like why do you draw your backgrounds yourself like why do you concern yeah. yourself with that and uh, if you read do you ever read ba- bakuman uh, the, by the oh, yeah. Death Note dudes, yeah. Yeah. there's
1: yeah. the
0: there's the part in uh, when they when the guy becomes an assistant, uh, where the other assistants they go to the main mangaka and they were like, "Do not concern yourself drawing cyclone fences. You must work on this story. You must work on the main characters." And like like, it's like they know that it's upon them to handle all of that stuff, and they just can't believe that that we do everything.
2: That's time, though. You know, that's the big difference. In that example, yeah. is like the time. Like, if you're really like, okay, we've written the the name in four days, and now you've got two days to to draw the art for this chapter. Yeah, you know, it's it's a time. It's a yeah, very yeah, different...
0: for sure. But there's there's cultural stuff here too because uh, just everybody would, and I think they would deserve their credit for it. But it becomes it, it's not no longer it would no longer be an Ed Piscore comic. It would be Ed Piscor and this guy, that guy, this dude, yeah. and everybody would want their specific credit for like what they did and then you know it, it, we're very, very ego driven over this way man well
1: because that's something i'd, I'd ask that they'd ask me over there when i'd meet a few mangaka and they'd look at what i did and I'd go and you did this all by yourself and i said yeah I said, hmm. I, said, I said yeah but <laughs> i've a lot more time to do it than than you guys that are you know doing out 20 pages or whatever a week yeah.
0: Jimmy, Jeez. man, I, th- I think I think we got to decompress yes. from, from this comic. Why don't you give the people the marching orders, man? We're going to be on our way.
2: Read more manga, uh,
0: Uncle Jeff. Uh, the uh, Shaolin Cowboy coming out next week. You said May sixteenth, eighteenth. Yeah. Cool. cool. And, on on, a,
1: a, on a, a new comic book
0: day is on, comic. on a on a monthly basis for seven seven months. Scoop up that new Thanks. Shaolin Cowboy. We'll we'll be out.
1: But it's no Akira, that's for sure. (laughs) Opportunistic ding, uh, right, to cap it off.